Welcome back to Fidel's and Carolina's Conspiracy Theories, Episode 5. This episode we're going to be talking about Adolf Hitler's um, death and then the conspiracy theories of of Tupac and Biggie's um, deaths. So, after completing what they say is the first X-Men in examination of Adolf Hitler remains since World War II, a team of researchers also announced that the Nazi leader most definitely died in Berlin and therefore cannot possibly still be alive on the moon. The study was not easy feat over the past 70 years. Hitler's presumed corpse has been set on fire, secretly buried, dug up by the Soviets, hidden by the KGB, finally ordered destroyed. Hitler's person, meanwhile, has appeared in the fantasies of all manners conspiracy theories who insist his body is fake. So last year, a team of French um, researchers persuaded the Russian government to let them inspect the last two bits of Hitler's known to exist, a bullet-shot chunk of skull and set Franklin disgusting, disgusting teeth. They compared these fragments to war-era autopsy record, records and concluded that, yep, those are definitely Hitler's teeth. There's no possible doubt our study proves that Hitler died in 1945. Co-author Philip Charlie told Anne's Franklin's Press after the paper was published Friday in the European Journal of Internal Medicine. And we're getting our source from Avi Selk from the Washington Post. Um, he did not flee in Argentina and and submarine. Charlie continued, he is not in a hidden base in Antarctica or on the dark side of the moon. The professor is by no means the first researcher to try to debunk claims that Hitler survived World War II, which have persisted for decades despite the dip- derision of nearly all mainstream historians. But just in case Charlie is right and his study really does mark the end of Hitler's survival fiction, we have memorized the genre for the sake of possibility we present below the many lives and deaths of Adolf Hitler in descending order of possibility. There is no possible doubt our um, study proves that Hitler died in 1945. Co-author Philip Charlie told Ange France Press after the paper was published Friday in the European Journal of internal med- medicine <clears throat> um Hitler died her- rhetorically in battle um actually Charlie's team concluded Hitler most probably died with his wife while hiding in his Berlin bunker quite possibly after swallowing in swallowing a cyanide pill and then shooting himself in the head for good measure and this the study confirmed what has been long been the official account of his death Maybe one reason that so many people have trouble accepting the official version of Adolf Hitler's demands is that it started out as a bald-faced lie. At 10.20 p.m. on the day of, after Hitler's suicide, a German general addressed the country by radio. He announced somebody that Hitler had died a few hours earlier fighting at the head of his troops. This sad fantasy was recounted in the book, The Death of Hitler, which authors noted that it was, which authors noted that it was believed by much of the world. A doctor even testified in a deposition that he had tried to save the the wounded leader. A shell fragment had pierced the uniform, went through his chest, and entered lung, the lungs on both sides. He told a 
court, it was no use to do anything. Eventually, the notion of Hitler, the war hero, was shown to be hastily conceived fraud by the Nazis and their conquerors didn't exactly make it easy for the public to learn the truth. Hitler lived as Charler his co-authors wrote his paper in their papers last week. Hitler had demanded in his will that the Soviet forces about to overrun Berlin not to be allowed to defile his corpse. Accordingly, his lieutenants deduced his body in benzine, lighted it on fire, and buried it in a nearby shell crater. Of course, the occupying Soviets found the body anyway, autopsied Hitler and concluded that he had killed himself in a suitably cowardly fashion. But rather than let the world examine the same evidence, the Soviets kept Hitler's body hidden for decades until the KGB was finally ordered to destroy the corpse in the 1970s, leaving only the shard of skull and jawbone in the Kurlimes possession. As explained in the death of Hitler, the Russians found it politically useful to keep the world guessing about Hitler's fate to sow chaos, we might say today. The strategy worked. There was mass public confusion about when, how, and whether Hitler had died. In any information vacuum, newspapers quickly filled up with stories of sketchy the sightings of the Nazi leader. The book recalled Hitler posing as a casino croupier in France, Hitler working as a shepherd in the Alps, Hitler living as a hermit in a cave. So rampant was the disinformation that even Jen Dwight D. Enns Power entertained um entertained the possi- possibility of Hitler's survival. Hitler's Great Submarine Escape <clears throat> In loving detail and with minimal disclaimers, the Daily Mail once recounted one of the most elaborate legends of Hitler's escape from an allied conquered Europe. Beginning with the uh, B-side leader contemplating his future starting at portrait of Frederick the Great, um, a fourth Reich would surely rise. He would need it to re- lead it. Um, Hitler thought the male wrote the la- the left one option escape. <laughs> so three days later, be hit before his portrayed suicide, Hitler ordered two corpses to be dressed as himself and his wife. He waited until the stroke of midnight and slipped out of his bunker via a secret tunnel and sneaked through the bombed-out city of Berlin. He uh, rentalized with an airplane. He had arranged to meet him on the Bennett. Therefore, they flew to Denmark and then Spain. Then commanded a submarine and escaped to South America, where he lived out his days in peace. The most of us, such a story sounds like an utter fantasy. The male noted at the end of the adventure, but there are some who regard it as absolute truth. Indeed, the newspaper wrote Hitler's um, supposed escape by submarine <coughs> had inspired so many pseudo historical books about his later, lighter days that revival authors occasionally accuse one another of plagiarism. The Tropical Adventures of Adolf Shudder, Mailer, and Friends. Like all the best conspiracy theories, um, 
the story of Hitler's retirement in South America intersects with just enough reality to make it vaguely plausible without being so tied down to facts that it risks being disproved. A Nazi U-boat really did disappear near the end of World War II, for example, and many high-ranking Nazis really did escape to the Americas, sometimes evading capture for years. Last year, a newly declassified catch of government documents revealed that the CIA actually investigated a report that Hitler was among them. A fairly reliable source contacted the agency's base in Venezuela in 1955, according to a CIA memo, and shared a photograph of two men taken in Colombia the previous year. The clean-shaven man on the left was a former German SS trooper, according to the source, and the man on the right was supposed to be Hitler. He had apparently changed his name to Adolf Schmitmeier, but was not so worried about discovery that he felt it necessary to shave his mustache. Hitler's alleged presence in Colombia was an open circuit in some circles. A subsequent CIA investigation found in a city overlay populated with former German Nazis. The former SS officer told an agency source Shutter Mayor was uh, Shuttle Mayor was idolized by who those who knew his real identity. They called him Der Fuhrer, who honored him with the old Nazi salutes. The CIA station chief continued to pursue the case, but was eventually told by his superiors that the enormous efforts could be expanded on this matter with remote possibilities of establishing anything concrete. So Shutter Mayor, whoever he was, was uh, thereafter left alone. Of course, by the time of the CIA, memos were made public last year. Various writs had spelled far more elaborate stories about Hitler. Um, alleged life in South America. The extraordinary life of death of the world's oldest. No, better. The CIA station chief continued to pursue the case, but was eventually told by his superiors that enormous efforts could be expanded on this matter with remote possibilities of establishing one self-described historian claimed that Hitler eventually left Argentina for Parkway and lived there inside a opulent underground bunker which was turned into a hotel after his death in 1971. Yet another researcher claimed that Hitler went to Brazil hunting for buried treasure using a net map given to him by a friend within the Vatican. The researchers were convinced that, convinced that Hitler lived in the country until at least 1984 until his 90s because he had found a grainy photograph of an old man taking that year and what was remained of Hitler when she used Photoshop to add a mustache to it. Hitler escaped to a secret Antarctic base, but don't worry, we nuked it. In a particular um, imaginative variation of the base submarine escape story, a faction of theorists claimed that Hitler's U-boat detoured to Antarctica, dispositing the leader at a secret Nazi ice base before continuing to South America with his less lesser officers. The proposed location for the Nazi base, often a cabin under the ice, was wandered around almost 
over most of the Nigerian Antarctic territories of drowning mud land of his theory and it's not agreed whether the submarines were carrying Hitler himself or just his ashes. In any case, the story goes Hitler presence in Antarctica explained the secretive British and US military missions to the continent of the aftermath of World War II, um accumulating a nuclear attack on the Nazi ice base in the nineteen fifties. None of this is true. Of course, or at least so claim two researchers in 2007 when they wrote a 21-page peer-reviewed paper attempting to debunk the notion of a Nazi ice base in Antarctica. As we said above, the French researchers who claim to have autopsied Hitler's bones are not the first to hop the science they could finally lay him to rest. And they probably won't be the last, um, the moon Hitler. Uh... Yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, um, the conspiracy theories of Tupac and Biggie and like what happened to them because many people said that they went to Cuba and that they're still alive and that they're hiding from society and because the Illuminati made them too. So Carolina's going to start us off as to be talking about the... Um, the conspiracy theories of Tupac and Biggie. In the two decades since the deaths of rap rivals Tupac, Shakir, and Notorious Big, the cases continue to fascinate as nobody has ever been charged with their murders. Rumors and conspiracy theories still persist about who was responsible for pulling the trigger on those fatal nights in Las Vegas and LA in 1996 and 1997 and who is ultimately pulling those shooters' strings. Then there is the persistent notion that Tupac faked his own death with the most recent claim coming from Tupac's former manager, Suge Knight's son, and the rapper that the rapper is alive and well and living in Malaysia, Malaysia. As far as former LAPD detective Greg Kading is concerned that the cases have been solved and the fake death rumors are nothing but childish fantasy. He's jetting in to Dublin on Thursday with two-hour show solved the Tupac and Biggie murders, which will outline the framework and findings of the original murder investigations led by the LAPD and Las Vegas Police Department in the 90s as well as the new evidence uncovered by his cold case investigation a decade later. The latter was launched in 2006 after Biggie Small's mother, Voletta Wallace, sued the department in federal court for wrongful death. Gating was tasked with proving the department was not involved, and once that had been achieved, the, the reinvestigation on to into the murders was effectively dropped by Kading's superiors. He retired the following year, but went on to publish the new evidence he had uncovered about the murders in his book Murder Rap, which became a documentary and then inspired Netflix's gripping unsolved series. Audience members at at the soft show will be invited to ask questions. Kading is expecting one or two 
about the notion that Tupac faked his own death, although he says the vast majority of people have evaluated the information at their disposal over the, the last couple of years and have gotten a lot of closure. He adds, across the board, the vast majority of people are capable of looking at the evidence and facts and evaluating the evidence and the facts that reaching the same conclusions, those are predisposed to conspiracy theories often don't see the reality because they have already made up their minds and they certainly don't do a very good job of evalu- evaluating information. I get it. A lot of young kids today are just mis uh, mistreat mistrusting the government and believe in and grand conspiracy theories and want to believe something exciting and think that could be true. For all uh, intents and purpose, it's a fantasy. I think the people um, propagating uh, is out here publicly proposing these ideas is just to get attention and click on Facebook pages and YouTube views. They're just drawing attention to themselves. People have now figured out that anything you say about Tupac and Biggie is going to get attention. The iconic figures in music history. So the fact is established by the investigation Tupac's murder was connected to the war between LA gangs, the Bloods, and the Southside Crips. He um, was just 25 when attended the Mike Tyson versus Bruce Sheldon boxing match earlier that evening after which he and others formed the Blood-affiliated Death Row record were involved in an acceleration with Crip gang members Orlando Baby Lane Anderson. Tupac was shot later that night while driving to the 662 nightclub in Vegas and he died in hospital a week later. Can Nick eliminately concluded that Orlando Anderson was the man who pulled the trigger. Following a confession by Anderson's uncle Dwayne Keith Keithy Davis in which he revealed that he was Anderson and two others D. Andre Smith and and Terrence Brown in the car from which Tupac was shot. Kading revealed that Keefe D speaking under immunity in the course of the task force investigation named Anderson as the shooter. Anderson could not be charged as he had died in 1998 following another gang-related shooting. Tupac's death was an indirect result of music rivalry between Bad Boy and Death Row that spilled over into the war between the Bad Boy-affiliated Crips and Death Row-affiliated Bloods. Um, Gaddick asserts that off-the-cuff remarks made by a figure affiliated to the bad boy resulted in the hit carried out by the Crips and specifically by Keefe D and Orlando Anderson. Shook Knight was in the car with Tupac when he was shot is believed to have also been a target that night. Um, regarding Biggie's murder, uh, Kaney allegedly that Shook Knight paid a hitman to kill him following Tupac's murder. He names the hitman as fellow blood gang member Warlord Pucci um, Vos. Pucci could not be uh, charged as he was murdered in a drive-by by rival gang members in 2003. For most of us, we get our sense of justice through some type of accountability. We want people held accountable and it's until that's done. We don't see justice has been served, says Kandig. Uh, uh, but there's another type of justice if we're willing to accept that the people who shot Tupac Shakir and the person who shot Biggie Smalls and their co-conspirators have um, 
yeah so you see justice have been done in some uh, divine way or street justice perhaps has been carried out if you're waiting for it to be a little uh, um illustrated through the justice system it's never going to happen it, it will never be satisfied um this is something that voleta wallace is he says going to have to deal with with um for her entire life he met her personally following his investigation into whether or not the department was responsible for murdering her son it was very emotional and i saw an opportunity to provide her with some answers fact-based answers instead of much of the speculation and an innuendo she had been led to to believe he says of the meeting to see her he doubly victimized she lost her son and she sees what possibly an inept police investigation and potential cover-up for her to endure all that and then to be told no none of that happened and and her just being kind of lost in in those confusing world of misinformation it was hard to see her suffer in so many ways so that concludes the conspiracy theories of Fidel and Carolina until next time episode 6 coming soon